and welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is the podcast where we talk all things planning and planning adjacent, and this is your host, Sarah Hart Unger. So this week, I have a special treat for you, and that is a high school phenom who is going to talk all about how planning has shaped her life and helped her along her journey. Her name is Ashna Shah, and she is amazing. So I'm not going to talk much more about her because I'll let her introduce herself, But this did really get me thinking about how I can best help my kids learn to plan because I think planning is so essential in those busy school years. And I think it can be really, really helpful for kids who are easily overwhelmed. Ashna herself has noted that that she has struggled with anxiety in the past and then also those who have issues like dyslexia or ADHD. And so I am determined as my kids get older to find them the planning techniques that really, really work for them. I anticipate that different things are probably going to work for different kids of mine, but I think that I can find some kind of rituals, techniques, and products that will help all of them. And the other fun takeaway from this interview is the fact that, hey, teens are still using paper. I'm so excited about that. I mean, obviously, people are also using digital tools and digital planning tools are awesome. And if that's what it takes for my kids to plan at some point, if that's really what they prefer, I will embrace that with open arms as well. But I do think there's something special about paper, and I'm excited that there are some members of our newer generation embracing that as well. So I know you are going to love this interview with Ashna. So without further ado, I will kick it off and we'll get it started. Well, I am so excited today to introduce our guest. Her name is Ashna Shah, and she, not including my daughter, is our youngest guest we have ever had on Best Laid Plans. She is Miss Florida's teen. She is in 11th grade, and she is a superstar. So go ahead and introduce yourself, Ashna. Hi, everyone. My name is Ashna, and I'm super excited to be here. I absolutely love planning. So when I found out about this podcast, I was like, I need this in my life because my planner is my life. So thank you so much for having me today. I am so excited to chat all things planning and planning adjacent in the teen world. This is like, uh, I'm going to make my kids listen to this too, by the way. (laughs) So let's start at the beginning. You have accomplished a lot. And you said on a podcast recently that you owe a lot of that to your planner. How did you learn to plan? And when did you start planning? Like, when can you first remember planning anything out? Well, growing up, I never really used a planner. I would write my homework on my hand. And that was my version of a planner. And then in eighth grade, I was actually diagnosed with dyslexia and anxiety. And so I was diagnosed with those two things after I'd gotten like a bad grade and a science test. I was like, this is not me. Like I've never gotten a bad grade in my life. And so it was really hard for me. And they had put me into executive functioning therapy after I got diagnosed with my anxiety and dyslexia. So in therapy, we had started journaling and we had started using a planner And also my sister's a big like planner phonetic. So she also was like, I'm so excited you're getting a planner. So she helped me like choose one that would work best with my style and like the way that I think. And so that's really when I started getting into planning is in eighth grade after my executive therapist made me get one. And then my sister was super excited. And so since then, in the beginning, I was kind of iffy about it. I was like, why can't I just write things on my hand? But then after using it, I really saw the value in it because in a planner, you don't just write down your short-term goals. You also write down your long-term goals and then you can separate it into categories. I think that I categorize everything that I do. So like being able to write it down on a planner and make it visual is super helpful for me. 
And so just being able to go from that hard stage in my life in eighth grade when I got diagnosed and first started using my planner to where I am now and an author of three books. And I owe it all to my planner because I would not have been able to balance school, dance, like everything without having something to write it down on. So so was your sister your main influence in teaching you how to do that? Because in schools, like, were you encouraged to use one earlier on in middle school? Did they give you a paper planner? Did they say, and eh, just use Google Classroom? Like, what were you actually encouraged to do as a student? And then how did you figure out? Because, you know, just having it in your hand isn't the same as using it. So how did you go about that process? Absolutely. So in school, we were always given like these really small, like you could barely write in it planners. And we always just would get them and, you know, throw them in the back of our locker. We wouldn't really use it. But after um, my executive functioning therapist had gotten me a planner, then my older sister was like, now we can go crazy. We got colored pens and we assigned a color to all of my classes. And she made it really fun for me. And also she knew the way that I thought. So it was really helpful to have someone guide me because she loves her planner. And so now I love my planner. And so we're getting my little sister into planning too, because I know, I know she's, she's a little bit young, but you know, to-do lists, those are super helpful. So making sure she can get all her Kumon done from a to-do list is really important. (laughs) How old is your sister? She's six. She's a little baby. (laughs) That is amazing. Okay. So you talked about having your calendar and your to-do list. Do you keep those all in one place? And have you ever used any digital techniques or have you been like paper all the way? Well, I have a lot to manage. I'm Miss Florida's teen, so I have appearances almost every single weekend. And in the first semester of school, I was also doing weekday appearances. And then I have my junior year, I'm my ACT, I'm on three dance teams. And then I have all these other goals. I have a nonprofit organization. And so all these things I have to be able to manage. So I have one big planner where I keep my schoolwork and then my appearances that I need on school days. And then I have a separate little book that I have almost a checklist for every other category. So I have a dance category. I have a Miss Florida's Outstanding Teen category. I have so these different checklists that I can check off as the days go by. And then I also have my calendar on my phone where my director and my mom are able to send me my appearances. And then from there, I can put it into my written down planner. So I kind of have three systems going on, but they're all connected in a sort of way. And it's helped me been able to manage everything. Well, I fully respect that as someone who has my own like stack and various things digital and various things not. Are you an outlier in your peers? Like are is Gen well you're not are you even Gen Z? You're like barely Gen Z. You're like super young Gen Z. Are you guys <laughs> embracing paper planners? Are you an outlier? Have have other people seen how it's worked for you and then kind of jumped on the bandwagon? Well, that's actually really funny. Yesterday I was at dance and one of my friends was stretching with me and she had all of her homework written down on her hand. And I was like, hey girl, I have an extra planner. Would you like it? It's, you know, I don't think planners are really taken seriously at my age. I think everyone just has their mental planner that they think will work until you have an instance where you forget something that was really important. And then you're like, oh no, I think I need to start writing it down. So out of a lot of my friends, I'm probably one in 10 that use a planner. But I think as we're going into our senior year, more people are like, oh, no, I I think I need a planner. I think I need need to write something down. And so I think people are hopping onto the bandwagon as we progress in our academic career. That makes sense. 
Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And then I want to ask you about specific products and things that you like to use in your planner. We're going to get into the details. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane, and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. We are now well into spring, and there's no better time to shop for beautiful cotton sweaters that can take us right into the next season. And definitely take a look at their dresses. They have so many pretty ones. I'm obsessed with the day dress. It's so classic and versatile. Plus, everything in their collection is designed so intentionally that you can style pieces together without a second thought. All of their sweaters and tops pair with jeans, work pants, and more, and can be styled to fit practically any occasion. Find your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code PLANS. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code, PLANS50, to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com plans50 and use code plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code plans50, P-L-A-N-S 50 at factormeals.com plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we're back. So we've established that you have a few products that you like to use. And I don't know how much you and your sister have nerded out on like the specifics. But for those who are listening or who have kids, or maybe who have kids with some executive function issues, like I have a kid that has ADHD, for example, like, what products have you found the most helpful? And are there any that have like, you know, really connected with you in terms of what you've needed to get out of them as someone who struggled earlier? Well, I actually have ADHD too. So it's taken me a little bit to, you know, hop on this bandwagon. But I found that color coordinating like certain subjects and topics have helped me a lot. I was listening to your podcast before. I don't know the specifics, but I get everything erasable. Like on Amazon, like I get everything erasable, my pens, my pencils, my highlighters. I get everything erasable because I know I'm bound to make a mistake. So with my planner, I also get the largest size that they have. So I always get like the big, I don't know how big it is. Like eight by 11, like a big, big planner. Interesting. And so I have the month in it, the weeks in it. And then I also have like the extra notes on the back of it where I put all my passwords and stuff. And so on my big planner, I use my color coordinated pens, 
And then I also use like the highlighters to like highlight really important things, but they're all in the same color as their category or subject. So like math for me is purple. So I'll do, I have this, 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 and then I have a math quiz. So then I'll highlight the math quiz. So (laughs) that's how I do my academic planning. And then when it comes to like my categorizing planner in my little notebook, I usually do that with pen or with like pencil. And then when I go to check it off, I'll use like a pen or like a color or a highlighter or something that'll stick out. So I know like it's like very satisfying just like checking off the box or like crossing it off of your list. So like being able to like make it extra satisfying with like a pop of color is like what I love. So like my Miss Florida stuff will be in pink. So then I'll use a pink pen on my pencil to-do list and I'll just cross it out after I finished it. And it's just like adds an extra bit of satisfaction. And then when it comes to my phone calendar, all the invites that I get are like blue and purple from my director and my mom. So you are big into color coding. Color and do you, coding. <laughs> yes. Do you happen to know the brand of the big planner you're using right now or you're just not, or you're not sure? I actually have it right here, Ooh. but I always get, see, look, oh, it's, it's real, lovely. It's really big. And oh, this, says, this is not video, sadly, but it's pink. It's, it's an academic year. It's definitely big. It has a flexible cover. Gold yeah. coils. Very nice. I'm going to see if I can find where <laughs> it's from. I don't see anything. It's on Amazon. I mean, I can probably go through my Amazon cart and see. <laughs> Just in case anyone wants to emulate your techniques exactly and have your exact planner. If you can send it to me, I will put it in the show notes so people can copy you. Perfect. Definitely. My small one is a Vera Bradley notebook. Oh, though. that's so cute. I love it. It's and it so says squeeze the day. It has a little lemon squeeze on the it. Day. It's adorable. Yes. Well, how do you go about so you are someone with really big goals? Like really, yes. really big goals. You can tell everybody about them if you'd like. Oh my but god. But in I would addition, love to. like how do you do you ever sit down and write your goals? Do you vision them? Do you have like a 10-year plan? I feel like this is very advanced for a teen to be doing. And I'm so, so, so imp- I mean, I'm impressed in general. Thank but you. yeah, tell me how you done that and how you've thought of the goals that you, you've come up with. Absolutely. So one of my big goals that I had over the past like two years was, well, publishing my books. And so I had started with journaling with my executive functioning therapist. And so those journals really were the outline of my books. And so these books are children's books for explaining learning disabilities to kids. So I have one anxiety, one on ADHD, and one in dyslexia. And there's like a little prologue in the front for parents to like see the symptoms in their kids. And so that was a really big goal of mine and being able to manage school and all the other extracurriculars that I was doing. And then also in my free time, being able to write and proofread and get the illustrator and publish this book was really difficult. But what I was able to do was go into my planner. And then when I had free days or free times, because I plan out almost every single minute of my life. I I would, you know, put in, okay, book, do book stuff here. And then I would go more in depth with what book stuff would I do? Would I contact my illustrator? Would I, you know, putting deadlines down and like making sure that I can have like a specific time and date that I can do stuff. And also like, I would not always get to it. So giving myself a little bit of leniency was really important too. And I think that's super, super important because sometimes I get mad and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't finish everything in my planner. I'm so mad. And I'll send a picture of my sister. I'll be like, ah. But, you know, being able to give myself that leniency um, and letting myself have a free day is really important as well for my mental health. That is amazing. I feel like most adults don't 
learn that for a very long time. So the fact that you figured that out already, like just because you made a list with 30 things on it doesn't mean you're going to get them all done. And it's also no reason to exercise self-loathing because we can't do 30 things and we're going to gently migrate them to the next day or maybe not even all 30 to the next day. Just a few perhaps. (laughs) Exactly. And so right now, a really big goal of mine, I was talking to about it before, is I want to become a pediatric dental surgeon in my future. And so although I'm only in high school, I try to do everything I possibly can right now to be able to achieve that goal in the future. So that means taking dual enrollment courses and AP courses and honors courses, making sure I can keep my GPA up as high as it can be and getting a good score on my ACT while building my extracurricular so I can be a well-rounded student. So that also comes with my planner as well planning out the courses that I'm going to take next year and over the summer, talking to my guidance counselor. But, you know, when I have to make a meeting with my guidance counselor, I put it in my planner. When I have to, you know, pick what classes that I want to take next year, I have to write it down and make sure that, you know, I can set myself up for success. And without my planner, I can't do that. And so I think it's really important because this goal is so far in the future that I can focus on the stuff that's achievable in the near future. And that way it's not so overwhelming because you really can only do one thing at a time anyway. Absolutely. Well, I have one last question because I have a feeling I probably have more parents listening to this than I do 17-year-olds, although I welcome, I welcome teenagers to listen to Best Laid Plans. I mean, I think that would be awesome. But what would you tell a parent if they, how would you want, have wanted your, you you got help from your sister, but like how as a teen would you think that parents could encourage their kids to plan without being pushy, but like make it fun? Like, I don't know, like what ideas do you have? Like, or if you can picture yourself 30 years from now or whatever, and you have your own kid, like, how are you going to encourage them to plan? I think, you know, the exact same way that my sister had taught me was, you know, making it really fun. I think if you know your kid really well, you can, you know, kind of tell if they want to make their thing color coded or their planner color coded. I think it's really fun to just even pick out your planner. So going on Amazon with them and being like, okay, this is something we're going to start this year. How about we choose your planner together? Something that's really fun, really cute that you like. There's so many different designs, so many versions that you can get. And I think just like making it all super fun and then teaching them that it's satisfying to cross off something on your list. Because I think when you get the satisfaction from it, you want to continue to do it. And honestly, I think at first I doubted my planner. I didn't think, you know, I would use this every single day. Like, this is crazy. My sister is psycho. What is she teaching me? But after you get into a rhythm, like make sure you're checking up on them and being like, hey, like you should put that in your planner. Because after my sister kept on checking in on me and saying like, hey, did you put that in your planner? It might help you a little bit more. I really started to realize the value of having something written down and not having the pressure of keeping it all in my mind. And so once you show them the value of releasing the pressure from their mind and putting it down on paper, or even if you have it on their phone, putting it down on your phone, I think that also makes it a lot more fun and a lot more appealing to use a planner. I love it. And it might take some of the pressure off as well. Like you said, you feel like you have so many different things to do. And until you see it actually laid out, it doesn't feel real. You're stressed about like holding all these ideas in your head. So I love that that made you feel better and that your sister was able to keep helping you do that. Oh my gosh, Asha, this was so fun and such an honor to get to meet you. So where can everybody find you if they want to learn more about you and your books as well? I'm going to link your books in our show notes so people can check those out. Yes, my Instagram is Miss Ashna Shaw and my website is shawashna.com. So you guys can find me there. You can talk to me through my website or through my Instagram and I'm open to everything and I'll try to get that planner 
I'll link to you. Awesome. That would be great. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I had an amazing time and I can always talk planners. This is so much fun. Awesome. Well, that was so much fun. What an incredible inspiration. I mean, the amount of accomplishments this girl has had at age 17 is absolutely mind-blowing to me. I know that when I was in 11th grade, I was not using my planner to its full capabilities. I certainly had a lot going on, but I was not publishing books and winning pageants. So I'm just super, super amazed with our guest today. And of course, please go check out the books she has published as well as I'll have a link to the planner she uses as well in the show notes so you can check that out as well. All right, this has been such a fun guest episode. And the only way I found this guest was from one of you guys. So please keep these recommendations coming. I'm so grateful when you share these inspirational characters, whether they're in the planning world or just more planning adjacent. I don't interview a ton of people. I I still want to stick with one per month. I think it's just the right cadence for this show. But I hope to, you know, showcase a whole bunch of different voices and different styles of planning. So again, if you can think of somebody that you feel should be on, let me know. I also want you to keep your questions coming. Next week is going to be a Q&A episode. I have a number of questions, but I can always take a few more. You can email them to me or you can leave a comment or you can text me my Email is sarah.heart.unger at gmail.com. The number to text me is in the show notes, so you can do it that way. And I guess I'll mention Best Laid Plans Academy. I don't know if there will be spaces open by the time this airs. We had a really, really good launch day again. I'm flattered and super excited and just really looking forward to round two. But it's possible there's going to be some slots left. So if you're still interested in Best Laid Plans Academy spring session, then go to my website and check it out. I'll put a link to sign up there if there are any slots left by the time this airs. I initially just released them to people on the waitlist. So if you are interested in the next session, then you can still add yourself to the waitlist, but I'll open it up to everybody if there's still slots by the time this episode airs. So you can check those out as well. I think that's about it for the week. This has been so inspirational and so much fun. So I am wishing you planner peace. Happy Monday, and I'll be back next week with more planning fun. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.